Konnichiwa, Nihau, Hola, Guten Tag, Aloha, Buongiorno, Namaste, Zutruptia, Salam, Bonjour, and What's Up? I'm Zan V, and welcome to the Spirekin Manga News Podcast, bringing you the eye on the news for the week of Thursday, June 3rd to Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. Remember to like, subscribe, and check out our manga review podcast at www.spirekin.com, as well as our other podcasts that we have there. Also check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Spirekin, and if you'd like to support this and all of our works, you can... Join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin or patreon.podbean.com forward slash Spirekin. That way you can ensure that we can help create more fun new content for you to enjoy. And now that that's out of the way, let's get to the manga news for the week because we've got some very interesting news. Especially the first one is a creator announcement. Mangaka Toru Fujisawa, the creator of Shonen Dunengumi, Common Teacher, and Great Teacher Onizuka, also known as GTO, has officially stated that the current GTO series, GTO Paradise Lost, is intended to be the last manga in the series. Once he has completed this work, he will return to some of his unfinished manga titles and considering continuing them in different forms or with a different protagonist. That is a shame because I've been a fan of GTO since it first debuted in the United States from Tokyo Pops, and I own the majority of the franchise that was released in physical format. I own... Uh... The original Great Teacher Onizuka release, 14 Days of Shonen, and most of Shonen Junai Gumi. But this is sad, but hopefully his next work will be just as great as Great Teacher Onizuka. And hopefully we get a great ending for that. Now some award news. Comic-Con International has announced the nominees for this year's Will Eisner Comic Industry Awards. And the following manga were nominated in the Best U.S. Edition of International Material in their Asia category. First nominee is Yoru Sumino and Idumi Kirihara's I Had That Dream Again, and this was translated by Benny Axia Conrad. Our second nominee is Yukari Takenami's I Wish I Could Say Thank You, translated by Yukari Takanuchi. Next, we have Yuru Tanaguchi's A Journal of My Father, translated by Kumar Sivasubaramarian. Then we have Kayo Matsumoto's Ping Pong, Volumes 1 and 2, which was translated by Michael Eric. Our next nominee is Junji Ito's Ramina, translated by Jocelyn Allen. And final nominee is Tetsuya Endo's Spy Family, volumes 1 through 3, translated by Casey Lowell. Congratulations to the nominees, and hopefully one of them wins this award. Personally, I would like either uh, Tetsuya Endo's Spy Family or Taiyo Matsumoto's Ping Pong. Also in this year's added best graphic memoirs categories, though... Awards have nominated I Don't Know How to Give Birth by Ayami Kazami. This is translated by Julie Goniewicz. And this one, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Unfortunately, I can't get a hold of it at the moment. But when I get a hold of it, I'm definitely putting this on the wheel of manga and I want to talk about it. Also, before I forget, Stan Sakai's Usagi Yojimbo was nominated in the Best Continuing Series and Best Lettering categories. And Ping Pong was also nominated for Best Lettering. And Junji Ito was nominated for the Best Writer-Artist categories for works such as Rimine and Venus in the Blind Spot. And if Junji Ito wins, well, hopefully he will be there and we'll get some awesome video of that. And maybe we'll get Uzumagi finally released on Toonami. We'll have to wait and see. Now we've got some major con news, and this is about that one con we've been talking about. That's right, Otakon. So the staff of the Otakon convention have confirmed that the in-person Otakon 2021, which is going to be happening August 6th through 8th of 2021 this year, masks will be required in most settings, but they're not going to require proof of vaccination from attendees, which is good. They've stressed it's highly recommended that all eligible individuals are vaccinated if you are going to be attending. 
Now, anyone over the age of two is going to be required to wear masks at all times, except in certain situations while eating or drinking in designated areas for the convenience of having a person's lip reads for those deaf and hard of hearing. Cosplayers where photos are being taken while socially distanced and presenters during panels while socially distanced. Now, these policies are subject to change and there's some other safety protocols that the convention center has mandated. So, it looks like we're going to be going back to physical conventions, but there's going to be some differences. I personally don't have an issue with this because most cons, people are wearing masks anyway, so non-issue. But we're going to have to wait and see. The one big shame to this year's Otakon is there going to be no international guests due to travel restrictions and mandatory quarantine requirements. But they're trying to be safe, and they're also going to be shortening the hours, and a lot of high-traffic events such as the dance will not be held. And they're just ensuring the safety of their membership and the surrounding people. We'll see how Otakon goes. I've submitted a couple panels for that. We're going to see if that's going to be good. And if it works out, I may actually be streaming on YouTube or Twitch my panels. We'll see. So now on to licensing news. Yes, we've got some new licensing news and actually only from one company this week. And that is Starfruit Books. Yeah, I know we haven't heard from them in a while. Well, Starfruit Books has licensed Hideshi Hino's Kyofu Buta no Machi Akumaga Machi ni Yatekuru or The City of Pigs horror manga. Now, this manga has been described as one night under a blood-red moon glistening with demonic beauty. A group of devilish creatures armed with axes and spears comes riding into a quiet town on horseback. One by one, they loaded the villagers up into cages and carried them off without any explanation. I barely escaped alive. Sounds menacing and dis- uh, now, this release will mark the first time in more than a decade that one of Hino's manga is getting a English release, so that's going to be good. And the quality of this one looks spectacular. If you're a horror manga fan, this is one of those ones you're going to want to get. And I'm definitely going to be putting this into our uh, manga releases for our horror mangas. Now, this is going to be released in the fourth quarter of 2021, so that means anywhere from September through January of 2022. We'll find out when it does come out, though. Again, fingers crossed. So now here are some manga general updates. First off, manga creator Paro Itagaki, the mangaka of Beastars, has announced that her Bota Bota manga miniseries is getting an overseas release in five languages. Now, the manga follows a woman who is an extreme clean freak, and she gets a nosebleed whenever she touches anything dirty. The story follows her search for love, and there is no date on when they will be released, except it's going to be 2022. But five different languages, that is pretty impressive. Uh, if you enjoyed Beastars, I think you'll enjoy Boda Boda as well. In July of this year, uh, Naoki Serizawa's Saru Lock Reboot manga is getting a new spin-off one-shot titled Kenny Taguchi Soshita Tetsuro, or Kenny and Gucci and also Tetsuro. And this is going to be released in the August-slash-July issue of Shouenga Hosha's Young King Bull magazine. On July 8th, Maki and Joji will be debuting a new manga titled Amaku Naru Made Matasen, or I Can't Hold Out Until It's Sweet Enough. Now, this is going to be released in Shokukuken's Petite Comics magazine in uh, June of this year, so this month. Takahimena, the mangaka of Steingate Zero, will launch a new manga titled Shoujo Rankinjitsushi wa Jiu o Okasuru. This is going to be released in Kodakoa's Young Ace Up magazine website. And the full title of this is actually 
Shoujo Rengenju Sushi wa Jiu o Okrosuru Furusoto o Suiho Saretara Mao no Hizamoto de Chozetsu Koka no Magic Item Sukurai Hodai ni Narashimasht. Or the creator alchemist extols the virtues of freedom when they were chased out of their hometown. They swore fealty to the demon lord and created powerful magical items nonstop. Whoa, that is a long title. Now, this series is an adaptation of Sakaki Chizuku's story of the same name, and it centers around a bureaucrat named Toru whose alchemic skills go unappreciated in his line of work, and when he is expelled from the demon lord's domain, his life takes a huge turn. With his ability to create powerful magical items, he turns the kingdom around alongside the company of a powerful maid. So the story sounds amazing, but the title is long as anything. I wonder what the abbreviation for this is. Doubt. On June 9th, that's actually yesterday, uh, Suyoshi Yasuda's Day Soccer Magazine got a new miniseries side story titled Day's Fragment. Now, it was launched in Kodansha's weekly Shonen magazine. only has nine chapters, and because it's called Day's Fragments, it's only telling a fragment of the past and future of the main story. And if you have not read Day's, it's a very interesting sports manga following a sports team. And if you are a soccer slash football fan, I think on June 8th, uh, Hitomi Takano, the creator of My Boy, which we reviewed in Spyrokin Manga Review episode 340, launched a new manga titled Gen Bride in Shodensha's Feel Young magazine. Now, this story follows Ichi Ishihaya and Makuhito Masaki, who were part of a school event called Gene Bride, in which genetic information is matched to create a student couple for a day. Will they stay together? Will they be in love? Who knows? And that, my friends, is the manga news for the week. Hope you guys enjoyed. As usual, I'll be releasing this every Thursday. I think it's a little bit easier than throwing it in with the manga review because there's so much manga news. Anyway, as usual, I am your Hosan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga and checking out the news. I'll see you later. Yeah.